This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast with Will Jacobs. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Comedy Zone podcast. I am Joy Wills, and of course I'm joined here by Brian Baltashevitz. Hey Joy. Hey Brian, how's it going? You know what? I can't complain. Ordinarily... You I could. Would, yeah, I could, but nobody gives a crap. I'm, I'm, why even bother? What's the, what's the point? What a, what a great trauma-driven <laughs> response. <laughs> I won't because people have taught me I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. My needs mean nothing. Exactly. So what, what, why even bother, right? So guys, we're going to get into Brian's childhood today. Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. No, we don't have that long. Um, <laughs> no, we do not. I am excited. It's October. It is. The weather is is creepy, creeping up on getting colder. Not much, to be honest yeah. with you, but it feels better. Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm still not necessarily convinced it's not going to spike back up in the 90s, but... Oh, it for sure will. Like, right now, it's pretty great. Wasn't it like 75 at Christmas last yeah, year? Yeah, I think so, now that you mention it, yeah. And then, like, it wasn't until early February that it got cold. Yeah, and then, then it was like three Saturdays in a row, we got a, a fraction of an inch of snow, and the whole city shut down like three weekends in a row. Which is why I love the South, honestly. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. We just say maybe tomorrow. Right. Nobody right. should work today. <laughs> like everything, even like the day before a storm. Oh yeah. Everything even <laughs> the hurricane last week. <laughs> a bunch of kids got off school on Friday. It was like absolutely nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. I have to send maps to all of our family and like circle Charlotte and circle like where the hurricane is because we always get like text messages and stuff like, are you guys okay? They really think you, like, you mark what? yourself safe on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I hate that it gives people in like Columbia that option. It's like, you are not in harm's way. Right, right, right. It got a little breezy. It did. It, it, it rained. I, I didn't want to drive. I will say that yeah. by the time it got to nighttime. Yeah. But that's probably more for everyone else's safety than it was to do with my own. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be driving no matter the weather, to be honest with you. It's nice of you to be concerned about other people's safety, though. I think you know good. what? It's just who I am yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to my core. I'm always thinking <laughs> I'm always thinking about other people. I got, that's what most people say about me. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're thinking of the folks in Florida and, 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 and <laughs> because the entire state has been flattened, but... Took uh, the words right out of my <laughs> mouth. Right. It's the sorry. I didn't mean to beat you too. No, that. no, no. Yeah, for sure. Because you are such a giver. But I do. Uh, I care. I care about the people in Florida. I care about Disney World. Um, Tom Brady. He's going through a tough time, yeah, regardless. He's, prayers up for Tom Brady. Yeah. What yeah. a time for this to happen to him. I mean, <laughs> some people. He needs your support more than ever. That people. Poor yeah. yeah. Well, I will say, I know October is a spooky month, um, so we are going to get into a little bit of that, but I have a confession, Brian. I didn't tell you. I hate Halloween. You hate it, really? I do. Ooh, hate is a strong emotion. I hate it because I feel like Halloween is like New Year's Eve. There's a lot of pressure to have huge plans in a costume. Yeah. And I think what it may really boil down for me, I did some reflection, and I think I get mad because anyone who pays for a good costume gets a lot of attention, 
And I'm like, you don't deserve that. You don't have a good personality. So <laughs> you bought that. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's so right. cool. So, so who are you hanging out with that's putting pressure on you at Halloween time? I, I mean, it was just like, it was the societal pressure, oh, okay, I feel. It was, general. you know, like yeah. in high school, going to the cool party in college, like what you were doing. And yeah. now I try so hard to be like babysitting or at a wedding. I think I'm going to be at a wedding this, uh, I mean, Halloween's on like a Tuesday. I was gonna, yeah, I was just wondering about that. But that weekend before, I'm at a wedding and I am... It's on a Monday. On a Monday. Yeah, sorry, can't. Good nope. friend is getting married. Good. That... Yeah, congratulations. That's that's good Thank for you. you. <laughs> it's it's who cares about her? Congrat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as long as it gets you out of having to dress up in, in a Halloween costume. Absolutely, you'll I can still have to dress up. Yeah, I can wear a dress and heels, but I I don't want to be a ninja turtle. Yeah, are you in the wedding or are you? Are no. You, okay. We uh, I don't think I had a shot at that one. Not that I mean, it's a lot of work to be in a wedding. To be honest with you. <laughs> Is that something that you want to do at this point in your life? Do you want to be in other people's weddings? Actually, actually, as a bridesmaid, only like probably four people in my life. Okay. Not more than that. I'm happy to just be there. But honestly, I, I'm not super close with my good friends from high school. I'm super close with my college friends. And then I moved away from everyone in college. So I don't have like 20 years living in like with a really close friend in the same place. Yeah. So I, I don't have a lot of that obligation. Yeah, you and I mean this in the in the in the most positive oh. way possible. Here we go. Uh, um, you don't seem like the kind of person who has a lot of friends from high school. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, in a good way. No, I appreciate that. Um, I I couldn't move back to Memphis after college. That was something that was really important to me. Yeah. I have a, a good group text for my high school friends and like but it probably gets talked in once a week. And I love those girls, but yeah, sure. I don't talk to yeah. them all every day. Yeah. Which I know is the case for a lot of people, which is great. Yeah. How you have you been back to how long have you been out of high school at the risk of uh ten years now. Out? Okay. Yeah. All right. So have you is there like a reunion coming up? Do you have well, we just had a reunion, okay. and then this past spring, I actually spoke at our career day for my high school. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They, um, for which career? It was for, well, they wanted me to talk about both, but they definitely marketed it as just stand-up. The, oh, wow. And that's what they wanted me to talk about. I went to an all-girls private Catholic high school. Wow. Yeah. And so it was, I think, very, um, I don't want to say revolutionary, but they had never had someone with my kind of background and they didn't know what I was going to say, like didn't give me any rules. I think they just had their fingers crossed <laughs> that I would be okay. Just invite joy and hold on tight. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I like talked for maybe 10 minutes and then, cause we were only supposed to get 15 minutes to talk to like uh, 400 girls. Oh my God. Uh, but then I was like, y'all, y'all just want me to do stand up, don't you? And like the crowd goes wild, of course. And then I do some like, okay, I mean like PG ish jokes. And yeah. then I ask if they want me to talk about dating and they start cheering and all the teachers are like <laughs> holding their chairs, not knowing what I was going to say. Ready to um, pull your mic cord out of the wall. Right. Yeah. But it all went super well. They, I got a hundred new followers. <laughs> like, and now I get like likes on pictures, and I'm like, who is Emma? Like, I don't know this. And it's a 16 year old girl. And I was like, I don't know if this is cool or okay, honestly. But I, I, I felt bad. You're huge in the high school circuit. <laughs> exactly. That's I don't know what my demo is anymore. <laughs> but if that's it, I don't think that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might want to just tread carefully. Right. I feel like. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got to watch out for those for those bombs. I did a show last night um, where this guy kept responding to my jokes with like peace signs, and then he did like the OK symbol with three uh, three fingers in the air, and I made fun of him after the peace signs. But then when he did the second one, I was like, "Hold on, sir, can you hear me? Like, are you are you hearing impaired?" I was like, "I want to make sure I don't go in right now." I'm not trying to catch a case, if you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying. No, yeah. And they responded. He was like, no, I can understand you. Can hear, like, okay, cool, you. just making sure. <laughs> you got to be careful. Well, what the okay, so it wasn't like Oath Keepers or anything, right? It was like the, the okay thing, because, you know, there's that thing. Yeah. Where they, you know. I mean, that's a great point. I don't know. I, when I, he did it when I was, like, making fun of him, and he was just, like, smiling along, never said anything. So I was like, I don't know if this guy is okay, like, mentally even. yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, he then spoke, and, okay. and the whole room was relieved, <laughs> okay. to be honest with you. None more than myself. <laughs> hmm. It. I mean, the crowds, you have to – it's good going later in a show because you can tell kind of how the crowd is reacting to things. Right. Going first is uh, is difficult for that very reason. Yes. Um, and I don't as, – as you know, I don't have a lot of high energy. <laughs> what? So, so going first is never a, a great move for me in general. Um, and when you have a show with peop- all people like that, it's like you get the people who are just like giggle to themselves and then they'll cross their arms. Right. Yes. Coco Fresh does a great joke when she just like, when an audience is doing that, she'll be like, oh, fuck, y'all just, y'all say next joke, I'm ready. Like <laughs> as soon as you say, haha, next joke, like you're at an interview or something. <laughs> That's, I think, Though it's kind of up to the producer, right, to right. sort of stacking the to show try to, think to about know that. who, like, there are comics who love to go first. Mm-hmm. They, like, absolutely love to have, you know, a cold audience and they can warm right. them up and they've got the energy to do it. Um, it takes a special, you know, a, 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 not a special, I guess, but it's a... No, it does. It, it, it takes a certain type of comic to be good at doing that. Like, you and I, I didn't have the energy level either right. to go first in a, um, a show like that. I, I would rather, like, if it's a... Um, competition show. I'd rather go somewhere towards the second, third. Like right. Say there's like 15 comics. I'd rather be somewhere around six, seven, eight, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, but first is tough. Yeah. First, under any I'm, circumstances. And it's for it's the same thing with hosting. Um, like at the Comedy Zone or somewhere yeah. for um a celebrity. Like your your job is to get the room's energy up and yeah. and get people ready to laugh. And I, I will say, obviously, that's easier to do in a club because people have paid tickets and they're excited to be there at a bar brewery. It's a lot different. It's a, I feel like it's a lot more legwork to yeah. get people in the mood. Yeah. I think the idea of the opener is being, you know, a newish uh, comic in the local area. I think like, you know, those days are gone because mm-hmm. the, the, the feature and, and the headliner really do rely on you to. Yeah. And the club relies on you too. There's a lot of responsibility in that, in that little five or six minute, um, um, amount of stage time that you have as a as an MC, right? I mean, it's your, I it's a huge opportunity, obviously, for for us to be able to do that, and I think uh, it's a lot of responsibility for a club to give a, a local comic um, mm-hmm. because some people do see it as as their shot or like a huge crowd, and they may not understand what they're supposed to do for the comics after them. Right. I think right. I I've. F- probably forgotten that before and I know there's been several times where I've asked Ted I was like is there anything you want me to say and then I told once I got up there completely didn't say any of it yeah 
Well, there should be, I, I, I think, at least cards. Yeah, we we that used to do that. That you can work through that say like you know hey right. here's, here's who's coming up. Please remember to tip your wait staff. Here yeah, are some, some shows and things that are happening around the, you know, just the general rules. Keep your right. table talk to a minimum. Yada yada yada. Put those on cards. Don't just mm-hmm. expect the MC to remember that unless it's a it's a it's a unexperienced MC. Yeah, who has done some research and you know knows who's coming up or knows what the club wants them to talk about. But don't right. just assume your MC knows what to do. Well, and a lot since the pandemic, um, people are bringing comics with them a lot, yeah. Um, yep. which makes a lot of sense because there was a long period of time where nobody was working. And right. even if you are a headliner in L.A., you may be willing to come and host for your buddies for a weekend to get stage time Yeah. Um, because stage time is very valuable. Yeah. Yeah. How much uh, stage time are you getting these days? It's so hit or miss, I feel like. I mean, I probably had eight shows in like 10 days a week or a week or so ago. And I had two this week. And I feel like I only have like three set in stone for the rest of October. But that'll change. Yeah. Um, You get asked really last minute sometimes to do stuff. But you also have to get worried when you do get booked so much in a short like span of time. You realize you can't do those shows for probably a couple months. Right. Especially if you're doing 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of your stuff. Yeah. Um, that's why I am looking forward to traveling a bit more. And I want to get down to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, may try to do stuff when I go. I'm going home to Memphis at the end of the month. And then I'll go back for Thanksgiving. So I definitely love doing stage time there. But it's always so different doing comedy in front of my family. Ugh. It's, I mean, it, when I first started, it was the thing I was most worried about. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty tame as it is. I feel like I'm not super blue or, or dark, but there's something about like seeing your dad in the audience that is the most terrifying thing that could possibly happen to you. Well, and if any of your material at, at all, if it's factually accurate and about yeah. your family, or even if you make stuff up mm-hmm. about your family for the comedy, right? It's still having to explain to your family afterwards. It's like no, 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 that that's not real I don't really feel that way of course you're my family and I like you yeah but that's not funny you know I like my family is not is not exactly for comedy. yeah <laughs> and if you did like try to just be nice in front of them it's like you can't do most of your material like <laughs> if, what are you gonna do when I did a com- I did a show in Memphis and there were 38 people in the audience and 36 of those 38 <laughs> were members of my family oh my god and like three friends and um, I remember once, it was funny, my brother asked me when I first started, he was like, when you talk about us, like, what names do you use? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, when you do, like, those jokes, like, do you, what do you change our names to? I was like, why would I change your names? I, know, it's not- I was like, maybe you shouldn't have been an asshole to me when we were little. <laughs> and I would. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be talking about you at all, Michael. <laughs> but I, I used to do this joke where it was like a COVID joke. I can't remember exactly how it went, but someone said that like weddings are called super spreaders and I was like people have been calling my sister that since high school <laughs> yeah. and I have two sisters and so I don't know the nervous energy came over me I said that joke in front of my family I wasn't planning to right and then I was like I didn't say which sister though and then I pointed at her I pointed at <laughs> the exact sister and not that she even was but it was like I made it very clear yeah <laughs> But also, if I'm being fair, one of my sisters has four kids, and one of them is still single. So yeah, so the yeah the 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 shoe fits. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> then it sounded like you were like, and she's here tonight, ladies I and know. gentlemen. I was kind of like, up. I was like, I have two, so nobody will know. That's really funny. And like, put in her uh, her boss was there and stuff, but he thought oh. it was funny. Okay, well, that's all that matters. For yeah, me, is that she still has a job. Right, exactly. She's still employed. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. I felt worse for the the headliner that night. He's this really funny guy, Joe Fernandez from Chicago, and he. Uh, found my mom in the audience and goes and sits next to her, like in the middle of his set, asking her what kind of porn she watches, oh. if she watches like step-sibling porn. He did this for, and I'm not exaggerating, and you'll know, you know this is a long time, five minutes sat next mm. to her asking her questions. My mother did not say one word to this man. <laughs> she just smiled and nodded at everything he said, would not let a peep out. And I was like... Good on you. Like yeah. she handled it, how she knew how to handle it. Right, to just be quiet and eventually he'll go away. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you could hear my siblings howling at this man asking my mother these questions. This little Italian Catholic <laughs> woman from Memphis, Tennessee, she could not have been probably, I mean, her face was beet red. Yeah. It still comes up at holidays, I imagine. But hey, remember that time? No, but see, absolutely not. Oh, you <laughs> no, you cannot. You don't bring. And even if it did get brought up by someone, she would not say. She would do the same thing. She would not say a word. <laughs> Whenever I try, I make a joke like not like that, but like poking at my mom or anything. She'll just be like, "All right," and like that. That'll <laughs> be the end of it. She will not talk back or anything. That's really funny. Um. Are you com- are you generally like open not in front of your family or siblings obviously because that's different but like in front of your parents are you generally open like do you swear in front of your parents are you comfortable I didn't for a really yeah. long time we were just we're not grown up to do that I right. remember um, probably uh, the first time I cursed in front of my mother was probably in my twenties to be yeah. on or I mean on purpose I should say yeah. I mean I probably yeah. did it on accident and she was mad. But I remember in fourth grade, I got in trouble um, for calling a kid in my class a little bitch. (laughs) And it was like just a kid who tried to skip me in line. And I was like, you little bitch, you better get back. And I don't, it's just because my, that's how my brothers talked. And I have three older brothers. And all we did was like watch WWE and I watched them play video games. And all they did was curse. Um, And I had to write a note to my mom telling her what I did and what I said. And I erased bitch and I put loser and she signed it. And then 30 minutes later, I like ran to her room crying. I was like, I didn't say loser. I said bitch. I called him a bitch. And it's actually kind of sweet. I know. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't ever want to disappoint anyone. Yeah. But it was like, I was trying to act so cool in front of my brothers and stuff. And it was just not, didn't work at all. Um, When this happened, did. Did a teacher hear you do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, I was going to say... Oh, maybe. Actually, I think he told on me. Well, then and you weren't he, wrong. Yeah. He is, kind of is a little hear bit. Hear that, John? He yeah. bet, uh, he's not going to listen. <laughs> I'll send it to him. He lives in Arkansas <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. I uh, feel like he kind of was a little bitch then. Yeah. He went running to the teacher instead of handling his business himself. Really? What kind of 10-year-old? Right. Come on, John. It's like in a in a post nine eleven world, you're gonna tell on me for I'm just kidding. <laughs> like that was probably fresh. <laughs> it was like a year later. 
My parents to this day still don't swear. My mom, and my mom doesn't drink at all. Um, she always says, you don't have to drink to have fun. I'm like, it, it helps. Yeah. <laughs> It'll get you halfway there, at least. Yeah. And then, yeah. My mom will not swear. I've sworn in, in front of, I bet I could count on one hand the number of times I've sworn in front of my mom. Really? And then my dad, I heard him say the F-bomb once. Like, that's been it. My parents are pretty, pretty... Was it what? Was it like at the TV or something? Or did it was like a car slamming? No, a car. I think like somebody cut car. him off and he went like, what the... F-? Yeah. And, yeah. And so it, well, I don't even think it was kind of involuntary. But I was more stunned at yeah. what I just heard than the car that had cut us off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen my dad get really angry before, but he's still... Like, he has not missed a St. Louis Cardinals game in 23 years. And you can hear him in his bedroom say, golly. Like, that's as far as it'll go. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. The only time I saw my dad get really mad twice. Um, One time I was a kid. I was in Pizza Hut with a friend. And the... um, Hostess or waitress or, or whatever accused my friend and I of, of walking out on the check a couple weeks ago. And it wasn't something that we had done. It's not something yeah. that I've ever done. It's not like, no, that hasn't happened. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. So my dad came to pick us up and he came to the table. And the waitress or hostess or, or whoever it was came up to my dad. And he's like, are these your, your kids? And he's like, well, yeah, that one is. Um, and then she told him that you know these two walked out on a on a check a couple yeah. weeks ago, and my dad knew I would never do that, and he lit this woman up like I, oh. I had never seen. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, it was great. It yeah, was really, I mean, my dad knew me. You know, obviously, he was my dad. He stood up for me. Yeah. Now I can't vouch for if the guy that I was with, right, had maybe it may have just not it. been you. I, yeah, I can't necessarily say that because he was kind of the type who might have done that. But I certainly hadn't done it. No. And then the second time I saw, I saw my dad get really mad, we were at a uh, Detroit Lions football game. That's <laughs> an easy place to get mad, I feel. <laughs> were, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. A lot of different levels. <laughs> and so they were doing the wave. The, the, the fans were doing the wave, which I still hate to this day. <laughs> yeah, me too. And the guys, like, right behind us were, like, really into the wave. Like, they were like, wee, you know, they were doing it yeah. every time. And it was kind of a half-hearted wave because it was a Lions crowd. Right. And it was a preseason game, too, I think. Oh. And so the guy behind us was like, come on, where are the rest of the assholes? Woo! Whatever. Mm. And my dad did not take kindly to being referred to oh. as an asshole among the other 70,000 people who were there. <laughs> yeah. And so he turned around and lit the guy up. And really? Had, 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 had the finger going into the guy's chest. I'm like, oh. Dad, chill out, man. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So really the only two times I've seen my dad get super mad. Man, that's that's nice. Yeah. Not that my dad's gotten mad at me, but like I just feel like I've seen I've seen a lot of I mean, I feel like I have a short temper to be honest with you. Yeah. To a degree, but I try not to put myself in situations where I will be angry. Yeah. But I don't I if I'm annoyed by someone and what they're saying, like I can't not say something, even if it's a child. Yeah. I'm like, you're a that's terrible. Stop talking. See, I am I am so non confrontational. Yeah. That yeah. I'm not it takes a lot to make me mad anyway, but Right. But I even if I do get mad, I'll 
I'll develop an ulcer before I say something about it. See, I don't, and I don't get like mad at people. I think I, I genuinely hurt people's feelings. I was talking to someone yesterday about this, like about if you have coworkers you don't, you think are annoying, you don't like. And I have this coworker who tells nonsensical stories to try to even remotely relate to another person's conversation. Like he cannot not jump in, even though like I have a friend or my, uh, my brother's friend. Yeah. And it's like, and so one day I was like, Tell me why you thought that was an interesting story to tell everyone. Right. Or and it how just... You, <laughs> yeah. yeah, how you managed to shoehorn yourself into that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. can explain to me why you thought we would want to hear that. <laughs> and it's like, and then everyone just, like, gets silent. <laughs> <laughs> how, how did he respond? Um, he, not well. Um, <laughs> I have to I have to control it a little bit better. Yeah. But it's in and it's my bad because they're nice people. Like they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. But like I just can't handle it. Um what kind, when was the last time you got really mad? Was it with Grace a month ago when she <laughs> That <laughs> I did get very mad about that. I I get I do get um I get mad. I play Uno um, on my phone a lot. Okay. And I get I get really mad about those wild fours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those I, wild fours will get you every when time. When I challenge them um, and I run out of coins, that makes me really mad. Um, gosh, I don't know about getting actually mad. I just get like, I have a general sense of annoyance with a lot of things. Like my biggest pet peeve is when people don't have self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that That really kills me. But I mean, I, I think generally I don't get uh, too upset. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been annoyed or mad at me? Because no. All right. Good. You sure? No. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> uh, have you ever been annoyed with Jason before? <laughs> no, not really. I think. I mean. Yeah. Know, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> a little kidding. bit today. No. I'm no. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. We love Jason. <laughs> yeah. He'll be back, by the way. Jason uh, is doing just fine. He's his been recovering is, nicely. Yeah, his hip is uh, is healing nicely. He's actually, as we record this, he's headed up to a show in Mooresville tonight. So he's back on stage. Uh, he just hasn't hasn't been able to hobble into the studio yet at this point. But and but he'll he, be back. I'm sure he'll he'll talk about it soon. He's going to be headlining at the Idiot Box later yes, this month. That's amazing. Super yeah. excited for him. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great room. Jenny Stencil puts on a great room. Yep. She does the uh, North Carolina Comedy Festival yeah. and. We may have talked about that, but I did that a couple weeks ago, and it's just so many people from all over. Such a good awesome. space. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I I somehow have never met her. Our paths crossed at the comedy festival. I was here about in to say Charlotte. she did it a couple years ago. Yeah, but I, I we we for whatever reason have never I've never met her. That's wild. Which yeah, is very strange. Yeah. yeah, Jenny's great. Yeah, I think it's so funny that she used to be a the weather person. Right. For yeah. She she's got a. A, uh, TV background. She uh, yeah. she got some notoriety as uh, the rapping weather woman. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So I'm trying to engineer some sort of meet. I have to I have to meet her. Yeah. Everybody tells me like, oh, you should meet Jenny. No, you definitely do. And I know we we talked about this earlier, but it reminded me, you know, of the uh, the internet success. Um, yeah. I don't know if people here know that there's a, a local celebrity on Hawthorne Avenue. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Michelle Bell is a TikTok uh, TikTok star. She's got three and a half million followers. Unbel- crazy. She's known as the Charlotte bartender. She's at Two Bucks Saloon. Uh, she works Wednesdays and Saturdays. Wednesdays and Saturdays, according to her TikTok. <laughs> we literally just watched a TikTok where she said, and she said she loves meeting her fans and don't be afraid to ask for a picture. Um, yep. She would love to talk to you. So all 3.5 million of you. Yeah. Head on over to... <laughs> Two bucks. <laughs> I'm sure they have a special on Wednesdays. Uh, probably two bucks something. Right? 
right? Oh, yeah. Right. Right um, they have Buckshots, which is, what I think, is a shot of Jameson and a PBR. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I've done it. It's not great. <laughs> can you just get the Jameson? I'm sure you can, but it wouldn't okay. be a Buckshot. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably more expensive. For just a shot. Of <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> like they're Jameson just trying to get rid of PBRs <laughs> and no one's helping. I'm pretty sure they have uh, they have whole pickles they sell as well. Like that's the food. Um, yeah. Is <laughs> is there something about I don't know how liquor licenses work, but you do you have to sell some sort of food to get a liquor license? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. I'm. I have no idea. I was just wondering. I mean, yeah. it would make sense. I think it. Yeah, I think. I think there are some rules. It would make sense here at the at the end of the Bible Belt too, but right. But there, yeah, maybe I don't know. Well, no, because there are like breweries who just have food trucks that come in and sell. Yeah, so that's like, true. I guess yeah. that's not necessary. But they don't sell hard hard liquor either, right? Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's. A, I will do research and find out. Yeah, the people want to know. <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. What's with but. the What's with the big pickles? <laughs> Two buck. <laughs> But that's their way. Everyone the... go and ask them. Tell them I sent you. That's their loophole. <laughs> yeah. Pickled, pickled eggs and pickles. Like for every Jameson shot, you have to eat one pickle. <laughs> no exceptions. There's like, no can I... <laughs> I brought cucumbers. Can I eat that? No, nope. it has to be. Sorry. <laughs> it has to be sitting in the juice. What is that called? Pick it. it has to be pickled. Pickled. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah, pickled that would make sense. What was, what's that? Drink. Is it a pickleback? Is that something? A pickleback which, shot, yeah. yeah which like I think what, that's like the same thing. It's like Jameson and then pickle juice. And pickle juice, yeah. Also which a pickle juice is great for yeah. chasers. Right. Yeah, I like it by itself. I'll drink it right out of the pickle jar. I don't care. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good for like um, electrolyte. I was on keto for a while before yeah. COVID, and it's good to like uh, replace electrolytes and things like that. I was about to say things you can do. Yeah. I felt like it was good for hangovers. Yeah, it makes sense. All, all the salt, all the sodium. And, yeah. And, um, electric. The other thing good for hangovers is not to drink too much. That would be the other. That's what I hear. One day I'll try it. <laughs> Someday we'll give it a shot. I know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm starting to slow down. I thought about doing Sober October, but I did have two beers yesterday, so. So that's out the window. So, well, no, but, I mean, is two beers enough to get you? I mean, because you can have, like, Oh, no, drink, I wasn't right? drunk. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. I mean, I was hoping to do less but <laughs> one thing led to another i know i mean it, yeah it's not like it, it didn't do much for me i didn't mm. even probably need it um which is telling in itself yeah. man maybe i shouldn't talk this through right now <laughs> i'm here for you anytime yeah i appreciate that just reach out and <laughs> let me know um i can't even the way you're sitting right now in our in our Brand new shiny it just got dark. Studio. Yeah, I cannot even see you. Really? You're like completely in silhouette against the... the oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's weird. Also, the lights aren't on in the room, I just realized. I Well, you couldn't tell at first because the the window. Yeah. And I was I was super nervous. Guys, I've been looking out this window the entire time because I parked in a <laughs> no parking zone. And I was trying to be helpful by parking on the street, but like far enough down to where people can get around me. And then I parked just far enough away so I can't see my car from the window. <laughs> and now I'm just sitting here with so much anxiety. <laughs> well, it should be okay. After 6 o'clock, you'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll it, be fine. Yeah, although there is a soccer match tonight, so I don't know what that means for... Last parking. one of the season. Uh, Charlotte's a soccer city now. Yeah, who'd, who'd have guessed? Who'd have thought that would happen? 
probably temper. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed like he almost planned it. <laughs> He, he said, he successful does. football team, not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> no siree. Nope. Well, uh, we didn't talk about what we planned on talking about. No, we didn't. Okay. That's all right. It was still good. We did good work today here, Joy. I appreciate that. I think yeah. I think we did good, do yeah. good work. I think so. I appreciate y'all for listening. I mean, I've been here five weeks now. Wild. Time right. has flown by. My mom, um, she texted me just a few days ago and goes, Joy, I just listened to the first two episodes you were on. I was like, if my mom isn't listening, <laughs> what hope do I have for anybody else? It took her that long. And she'll she'll hear this in December. So we'll right, talk yeah, so we'll talk at Christmas. <laughs> you've got some time to, yeah. to prepare them for the family talk. Exactly, for everything I said about them. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, well, hi mom. Yeah. Hey, Mom. Is hey. it Mrs. Wills? Is that... It is Mrs. Wills, yes. Well, hi, Mrs. Wills. I, I'm a huge fan of your daughter. She's done a <laughs> wonderful job. That's go. sweet. She'll really appreciate that. <laughs> she'll share. She'll talk about it on Facebook to all her friends. And everyone will say, wow, joy, spreading joy. And that's what they all say. It's hilarious every time. No, they're so sweet. Everyone is really supportive. I appreciate that. Um, well, I mean, I think we did great work, guys. Yeah. I appreciate all, y'all listening. Um as you know, we're the Comedy Zone podcast. Um, they have some great shows coming up. Shane Torres is at the Comedy Zone tonight, Thursday the 6th. Michael Blackson will be here um, on the 9th. And got a, a really steady lineup for all of October. Doug Stanhope will be here. Shep Rose from Southern Charm will be here at the end of the month. I'm excited to, to see that. Um, but I, uh, I appreciate y'all, and I will see you soon. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumblechevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.